independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. China might be getting in the war. Not the way we think. When are we going to finally wake up? Put on a little makeup. And say China is, uh, is an issue. For real. And when are we going to start to either incentivize the companies to come home, to go elsewhere, to break your dependence on slave labor? And when are we going to look at ourselves and go, God, I got to buy better stuff and it can't just be all about price. When are we going to do that? That's a fair question. That is a fair question. China's close. They're going to meet Moscow, China, a love made in hell. As relations with China and the U.S. have deteriorated, Beijing now reaffirming its commitment to ties with Moscow. On Tuesday, the powerful head of Russia's Security Council met with China's top diplomat Wang Yi. Amid U.S. warnings, Beijing is considering providing Russia with lethal aid for the war in Ukraine. Wang described ties with Moscow as solid as a rock, saying they will stand the test of the volatile international situation. If I was Ashford and or Simpson, I would sue them because they are not solid as a rock. <laughs> they were solid as a rock. But there's a chance they're going to get into this war. And, uh, you know, the I heard so many. I talked to somebody last night and they're just like, you don't understand, man. They got every right to do that. Look at us. What are we doing? Well, we have played uh, too much of a role in Ukraine long before this. I think we know that. Uh, if we're honest with ourselves, uh, absolutely. At the same time, we act in the best interest of us and in the, the way that we think the world should be, which is free and things of that nature. China is not, they're not a good egg and neither is Russia. Here's the thing. We could do a lot of different things, but when push comes to shove, whose side do you want to be on? When I look at Russia, I can sit there and say, did you have some complaints? I'm sitting there arguing with people last night who wanted to bring this up, which I didn't want to talk about. I talk about this crap all day. And they start going on to me. Did you see the speech that Putin gave? I'm like, oh, boy, did I. Man, he's about the nuclear family. He's about all of these. It, he, they, just, they just go off in this tirade. about. A, but yeah, I'm like, so what you're telling me is, you're fine with them invading Ukraine because he's for the nuclear family, doesn't buy into the wokeness. He's your version of Ron DeSantis. In your mind, he's magical. And you're okay with this uh, raping and killing of young women and children, and including raping of children, and and potentially bringing about a, a massive war in Europe because yeah well no I'm not I'm not for that okay so what are you for you're fine that he invaded because of Nazis well there were Nazis mm, there were neo-fascist guys I go back to this and I say this over and over again stop throwing Nazi out at everything guy could scream Heil Hitler all day long the actual Nazis comparatively to what was going on over there is minuscule so let's put that aside. 
All right. They're not putting people in ovens. They're not trying to destroy an entire race. Let's let's throw that to to the side, because that's one of the things. Well, the West was impeding on them and getting closer. So invading Ukraine. And trying to take it over and then installing a puppet government next to a NATO ally like Poland was going to do what? Make the West get further away? Couldn't I make an argument that they're now even closer to the West, if you will, and NATO? Well, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, no, I don't know. But China should be able to help. They're going to. They're going to push. They're going to prod. They're going to do They're going to get into this thing. And they're going to give lethal aid. Why should they? We whooshed out with their giant ass balloon. Why should they get involved? <laughs> right? They're going to do what they think they can get away with. And who knows? Maybe it's a learning curve. Maybe they kick our, our stuff's ass on the battlefield. How great would that be if they took over the world? I said to these guys. And they're like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't really want that. Well, what do you want? Tell me. What's the end game? You sit around and watch Tucker Carlson. There's a good side and a bad side. One side, despite what we've done, and I love how it's so funny. The same people make arguments for to me on a daily basis of how America is being destroyed and how horrible these people talk about America. Because of transgender, woke movements, etc., etc., and they go on and on about this, and then they tell me those people aren't Americans, and then at the same time, they'll tell me how horrible America is and how it's our fault that Russia invaded Ukraine. Make up your mind. You want to be able to dislike America only when you want to be able to dislike America. Here's something for all of you out there. Uh, we're not without sin, even to this day. We are not without sin. We have stomped our feet in places we shouldn't have been, and we have backed at times the wrong horse. But there is still an us or them way of life that could be coming. If you believe that an a dictator like Putin and Xi is the life that you want because of nuclear family and no wokeness, Feel free to have at it. If you believe in freedoms and opportunities, then this is what you want. That's the, those are your choices. China wants to rule the world. They have said so. They don't like us. They like our money. They're addicted to our money because to fuel the things they want to do, they need money. Hence why I would go to every single damn major group, company, organization that is doing business over there and manufacturing stuff using slave labor and four-year-old kids and say to them, hey, I got an idea for you. Oh, what's that, Mr. Politician person? Move your stuff out of here. But it'll be more expensive and we won't make as much profits and people in America won't pay for it. Well, we're going to figure that out by giving you massive tax incentives to move your places elsewhere to also help grow this thing. So you know what? You can still make profits and it's going to be better for everybody, including the environment. Make that pitch if you need to. Or what? Or we're going to slap so much taxes and crap on your goods here. Coming back from being manufactured over there, you won't make any profits. 
Because when we go to sleep at night, we know one group would like to destroy us. So your choice is pretty simple. You want to be part of this or you want to be part of that? You can make your choice. But you got five years to do it. Otherwise, tariffs and taxes are going to make it so you're miserable. And the quicker you get it done, the more fun you're going to have because we're going to give you bigger tax incentives immediately. And every year, those tax incentives get smaller and smaller and smaller. But at the end of the day, you're going to find out that you chose us or them, and that's what it's going to be. That's what we should be doing. We won't do that, though. We won't. We won't. They're in a lot more trouble than people realize. We've talked to Gordon Chang numerous times. We've talked to several other people. Financially, they're in a lot of problems. They've got massive debts. Their housing prices are falling big time. They've got a group of young people who are pissed and angry because two years plus of lockdowns with COVID plus no jobs and no social life equals misery. So now is the time. They can put up a great facade. But I said to somebody the other day, they're a false water cobra. They look like a cobra. They act like a cobra. We're a king cobra. We don't look like a cobra. We don't act like a cobra. We just are. And you know what cobras eat? Other snakes. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet, text, lot to get today. Man, we got some woke stuff that's insane. We got some more wackiness at the gym. This is hilarious about a guy who went to the gym and got yelled at for staring at women. But wait till you hear the whole story of this, this poor fella. This poor fella. You poor fella. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter, roughgreens, ruffgreens.com slash chat. Go to roughgreens right now. Get yourself a free bag of roughgreens. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food like a voila, a skos, a pinch. They will love it. My dogs will not eat their food without it. I've got a friend here. She's got a new dog. So they've added a new dog to the family. They had enough roughgreens for one dog, but they decided, well, we'll just give a little bit more and they're not getting their another bag for a couple of weeks. It's just you have some extra rough greens. I said, yeah, I'll give it to you because uh, we have some extra rough greens and because our dogs won't eat it without it. And I said, especially the new one. I said, that's the way it is. It's given energy and life to older dogs. It's helped younger dogs be healthier earlier. Why not be smart and get yourself a free bag of rough greens? You love your animals like I love my animals. It's free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. They're going to send you a free bag to start. Take a, Put them to the taste test for the dogs and see how you like it and the way your dogs act. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. 
I'm blind. If you know what those two words mean, you are much smarter than the girl who was screaming at me at the gym. Let me explain. I'm standing there doing a tricep pushdown exercise, and since I can't see, I'm just kind of staring off into space doing my thing. Halfway through a set, I start hearing footsteps that seem like they're coming in my direction, getting closer and closer and closer, until all of a sudden, this woman's right up in my face going, I didn't come here to be stared at. Huh? I didn't come here to be stared at. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm blind, I say to her. Her response? I don't care. Stop staring at me. It gets better. That's the new thing now. These women go and they want to out people for looking at them while they're wearing thongs and bending over. And they're like, oh, my. so today I'm going to the gym. I'm just wearing a Speedo, a Speedo thong with a tight T-shirt. I want to see if anybody looks at me. So he's blind. We're not kidding. She's upset. And of course, her well, stop staring at me. Not understanding what blind means. Not colorblind, like I don't see color. And No, like I don't see. It gets better, though, because she's got to run and tell somebody. Huh? She storms off and comes back with the manager a couple minutes later. I reach into my wallet and pull out an ID card from the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind and explain to this guy as well, I'm blind. I wasn't staring at anybody. He says, okay, but you still can't make other gym members uncomfortable by looking at them. (laughs) That's where we are, people. That's how stupid human beings are. That's how stupid human beings are. Do you not get what blind means? Have we lost? He's got his ID. Shows the ID in the video. He cannot see. He's blind, like with a cane. Him looking in your direction doesn't make you a sexual object because he can't see you. And based on your crappy-ass attitude, he's not sexualizing you. (laughs) So awesome. You know what? And and we'll touch on a little bit later. It's like the... uh, the new thing with uh, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle. If you haven't heard it, this is this is funny. This is they're, they're making fun of them on South Park. But so much of it is true, and they're very upset about it, apparently. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. All Canadians are finding it hard to go on. All Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. We want privacy! We want privacy! Thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. (laughs) So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, (laughs) Wee. Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like you should write a book because your family's like stupid, and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. And it goes on from there talking about, you know, how they don't want to be stared at and they don't want any of the stuff that comes with the fact that they want everybody to stare at them. And that's that's the world we live in now. Don't look at me, but don't take your eyes off me. Don't say anything about me if it's criticism, but talk great about me. Don't do any of these things, because if you do, it's going to make me feel sad. I want no criticism. They're talking about a lawsuit because they got called out for exactly what they are, and which is 
I'm going to say it. They're media whores. Oh, God, Chad. We just want to be normal people. All this attention is so hard. Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram love wife actually doesn't want her privacy. How dare you, sir? My Instagram love has always wanted her privacy. And you know what else? To hell with Canada. We are leaving. We'll go find some quiet place where we can be normal people. Come on, wife. We want privacy. We, we want, want privacy. We want privacy. Everybody wants nobody to look at them. Everybody wants nobody to stare. Everybody wants none of that stuff, except they want it all the time. It's the thing I've been saying for years. The minute they put the camera on the front of the phone, society changed in many ways. Whether you're at the gym filming yourself, filming other people watching you, or whether you're saying, oh, God, don't look at me, but please look at me. It's, it's so weird. What is wrong with us? Is it because we're woke? Speaking of wokeness, it is Wednesday, kids. We're going to talk about wokeness because that's what we do on Wednesdays. Young ladies uncomfortable with what's going on in the showers. Why should she be uncomfortable? It's just a penis, ma'am. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Pete Buttigieg was once thought to be the next thing, right? Too young to be president, but now he's a cabinet member, right? He's he's the dude. He's in charge of all the stuff, the infrastructure, transportation secretary. And boy, does he suck at said job. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, East Palestine... <laughs> Ohio has been absolutely decimated. It looks like Bhopal, India. And at the same time, e- Pete Buttigieg worried last week, of course, that uh, the people on the uh, construction site don't look like the people in the neighborhood. What? Are you going to go there, Pete? So I'll follow that up with asking, will you be heading there? Uh, I am planning to come. Uh, I've been uh, careful to respect the independent role of the NTSB and stay out of their way. Uh, but we're now entering the phase where it's about policy. It's about what my department does, uh, which is ensuring that there's a high standard for these railroad companies. And I think an important part of that process is to be with the residents of East Palestine to hear their stories and to talk about the action that we're taking right now. Well, let's, 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 because I'm sure that you're going to go out there and you're going to set up straight. <laughs> wow. Last week he said, well, you know, this happens about a thousand times a year. This This happens a thousand times a year? No, this does not. This does not at all. No, no. This this doesn't happen a thousand times a year. It's happened twice in the last year. And one of it was for Netflix television show called White Noise starring Adam Driver. Awful. I don't know how he gets jobs, but whatever. And that movie was about a train derailment where there's plumes of smoke and 
toxic spills everywhere. And it was based in East Palestine, Ohio. What? I wonder if their Pete Buttigieg came out after a month. It is not a good look. And I don't even think he'd be going out there if the press wasn't like, you are going to go out there. I said, fine. Jeez, I'll go out there. You guys are jerks. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday. So let's get woke. It's that time of the week where we get you woke. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. Just my gender is a complete nightmare. You know, trans women can breastfeed, and this is great news. No, 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 no. There's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. I'm Gonzarella. That's the one where Harry waves the magic wand and turns everybody back to their select gender. In this day and age, you can't speculate about someone's sexuality unless they're famous or peppermint patty. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Ah, where do we start? There's so many places. The whole drag queen thing is still a mystery to me that people just think it's totally fine. Because I'll get people going, look, it's, uh, it's Chad, it's stupid. It doesn't happen. You're, you're, and then when it happens, they're like, well, it doesn't happen here. And then when it happens here, they're like, well, it, 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 nobody thinks it's a good idea that drag queens should teach calculus and or have sexualized shows around children. Can we all kind of agree or are we fine with that? I'm just curious. I've seen this argument that where people are saying, like, I would want my child to grow up and know that you can express yourself in any way possible. Okay, well, how would you feel about family-friendly strip shows? Right. Where you have biological women that are sticking their ass out and put a dollar in their G-string, Billy. You know, like, <laughs> you, you'd be weirded out by that, right? Well, it's not much different because it's sexualized. Like, a drag queen show, in a lot of ways, is sexualized. I have been saying that for how long? Because I wanted to have uh, reading time with a stripper. I thought it would be hilarious. We'll go to a, a library and we're going to have reading time with a stripper. And it's going to be awesome because she's going to be dressed like a librarian. And then we hit some pour some sugar on it and away it goes. Well, Chad, I just don't know if that's right. Why not? Why not? Why not? Tell me why not? Well, that's just stupid. So is the other stuff. Look, being accepting. Here, let me tell you something. I, and I, my, my son and I have had a, numerous conversations about this. You can be accepting of who somebody is all day long. And they should respect who you are and your beliefs. That's it. The difference is so many groups nowadays not only want you to accept and or demand that you champion their cause and their beliefs, even if it goes against yours. And that is a no. I tell my stepkids this. I tell my kids this. You can accept and believe, hey, you know what? You, 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 you want to live your life like that? That's fantastic. That's great. And I can respect how you believe and what you, but maybe I don't believe that way. And it's okay for me to not believe that. It's okay for me not to want to champion your cause because you say, well, if you don't champion my cause, it's because you want me eliminated. I've never said that. 
That's a bunch of horse crap. But that's where we are. And I want you to listen to this next thing. I'll surprise you all with this one. You guys ready to get surprised? Oh, you're going to. This is a guy named Josh Alexander. He's in Canada. He's a high school student, 16 years old. He's going to tell the story of how he was arrested because, well, two genders. We, uh, quickly, I was informed by female students that uh, male students were using the female washrooms. Um, this is all, uh, an issue that came up in the class debate. And uh, I uh, used that platform to share my opinions, as every other student had the opportunity to do. And uh, I quoted some scripture. I said that there's only two genders. And uh, By the way, he goes to a Catholic school. Apparently, because there was transgender students in those classes, that was considered bullying. So wait, see, this is the thing right here that I have so much problem with that you should have problem with. It has nothing to do. Stop making it about you. If my belief is there's two genders. Now, you can believe what you want to believe. But my belief in the biology of it all, based on my religion or based on science, is there is two genders. There's a male, there's a female. Now, you can identify as whatever you want to identify as, right? I mean, if you want to identify as a, you know, as a candy cane, go ahead, knock yourself out. But I don't have to champion you being a candy cane so everybody can have a lick. And all I need to say is, you be a candy cane, fantastic. And uh, and I believe this, you should respect that. But no, 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 no. You're taking it now as, because I'm not championing you, because I have a disagreement in, in, in your world where I say, hey, these girls feel uncomfortable. They're inside of, of, of a room and there's male genitalia flying around and they feel uncomfortable with it and then i said you know as we have a debate a conversation that i believe male and female this is what it's all about i also go to religious school and 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 now it's a bullying thing he continues josh alexander 16 canada apparently because there was transgender students in those classes that was considered bullying and uh, I even, I went beyond the classroom and I took it to the office and I said, okay, this is an issue. There's female students that are uncomfortable. Something needs to be done. And I was ignored. Um, a female student did the, made the same uh, complaint I did and they ignored her as well. So at that point, I decided to organize a protest outside my school. So he organized a protest. And by the way, the entire time, he has never once said horrible things about the transgender students. He has never once singled them out. He has gone above and beyond in articles, in conversations, even with the teachers and the students themselves. This is not about a you thing. This is about somebody else's side of things. And how many times have we talked about on the show, and it needs to be understood, your rights and where my rights are. Meaning you don't get to say, this is the way it is. Here's my thing. Deal with it, young lady. Or else you are a homophobe and a bigot. And if I want to stick it in front of you and run around and flip-flop around and scream I'm a lady all day, you better accept it. No, you too have your rights. And somewhere along the line, we've decided those rights don't, they don't, they don't belong. You know, it's important for us to know. By the way, they reached out to the school and, and school had nothing to say. Uh, he was eventually arrested because they suspended him. He then goes back to school after the suspension ends 
and they decided they've expelled him. He wants his credits. And when he goes back to school, they eventually arrest him, arrest him for expressing his thoughts. Case in point, San Diego, I'm looking at you, kid. Y-M-C-A. Here's a girl. Santee. I know exactly where this place is. I know this YMCA. I would feel uncomfortable. I have daughters. I've got to be honest with you. I'd feel uncomfortable. My intention is not to put the YMCA out of business. I really wasn't even planning on encouraging people to cancel their membership. I think they offer a lot of wonderful programs, but they've gone too far. And now it's my duty to my little sisters and also other girls that frequent the YMCA to to bring awareness about their new policy. My experience was not nearly as bad as it could have been. I did not see the man's front side. But when you look to their policy, when they're allowing someone to use the women's restroom, it says one's legal gender, physical genitalia, or gender expression doesn't dictate what bathroom someone can use. So regardless of what your birth certificate or your physical appearance says, you can use whatever bathroom as long as you are not a registered sex offender. Why not? Why not allow a registered sex offender in there? Because... Is, is that word? So wait, hold on a second. I I, I want to get this right, please. I just, I just want to get this right. So you are identifying as a woman. Yes. But your womanhood ends at being a sex offender. But you can use the male restroom. And we don't know if maybe you molested young boys. Oh, well, hold on a second here. Maybe he's right there. Maybe he's right. She uh, she continues. I think this issue is a lot simpler than people realize it is or think that it is because everyone agrees that a grown man should not be showering next to an underage girl. So my dad has been the one in contact with various YMCA leadership. She told my dad that I was not in danger. I was safe because the individual had not done anything against me specifically. Mm. And while that is true to say that I was safe while being in a locker room with a, a naked male is hiding in a as you said you you hid yeah i I, I felt the need to go back into the shower wait till he had left oh you should get over it you're just a homophobe you're just a transphobe you're a phobe phobe you should just accept it all females can have penises it's pretty much what it's all about my god have we lost our blanking mind in this country what the hell is wrong with us Please, somebody, explain this to me. And I have a 14-year-old stepdaughter. I have a 12-year-old stepdaughter. I have a 4-year-old daughter. And no, they're not going to shower with men at a gym facility because she is now, he is now a she, and she identifies that way. I'm sorry, it's not the way it works. It isn't. It isn't. It's just not, it's not happening. Zero to do with, oh, Chad, you're, no, no, that's just not the reality of the world. We're changing things to make certain groups specifically feel good because we're worried that some bizarre, crazy Twitter monster is going to come destroy something. And so instead, we suspend reality and common sense, and that is asinine and stupid. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You love your hate. I'm fine with either 
uh, feel free to do that, please. Uh, you know, people say, oh, you just don't want uh, criticism all day. I get it all day. I got no problem with that. Zero problems. All I ask is you be semi-respectful. And when you st- if you want to have a conversation, great. If you just want to tell me to F off and die, uh, that's just boring. And it's childish. That's what I'm saying. Hey, something that's not childish is my buddies over at Swiss America. 40 years. It's four decades they've been doing this. They're experts in precious metals. With the looming debt crisis, you've got inflation. You've got worry about market volatility and the chaos there. Why not do something smart and put some money in silver right now? What do you do? They're offering, and this is physical. We're not talking about the stock market and the commodities market. We're talking about the physical side of owning, are you ready? Walking Liberty half dollars. Just $12.50 each. Now, you can get these by going to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad or call or texting 800-289-2646. Now, when you get this, you're going to limit 250 Amazing, incredible. I've been collecting coins and silver and the physical side of it for a very long time. It's a smart thing to do. I've had a collection, and I trust Swiss America. Go to SwissAmerica.com. Slash Chad, find out how you can have delivered to you the Walking Liberty half dollars for just twelve dollars and fifty cents each. That's SwissAmerica.com slash Chad or call or text 800 289 2646 This will help protect your assets against inflation. SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do, what you know how to do. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. And then they passed us a baton. And the question is, what will we do with the time we carry the baton? You either smoking something or you just dumb as hell. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus? What? Oh, my God. Get your ass on that school bus and go home. Meet me. I call myself a joyful warrior. The Chad Benson Show. Stranger Things was one of last year's big streaming hits, and chances are millions watched it without a Netflix account. We can't win this war. 11% of people in a new poll admitted to pirating content. That according to a survey done by YouGov for Variety. That would equate to 23 million people in the U.S. watching something they didn't pay for. The most popular reason for doing so, just under 50% saying the cost of content is too high. But know it comes with the risks. 37% of content stealers say their devices became infected with malware because of the pirating. Oh, malware is how you get ya. That's how they get ya. That is a lot. I mean, you know, you... you uh, and, and, and it's funny because... In reality, you're stealing somebody's content. You're stealing somebody's work. And there's a, like, you know, we've all shared passwords. Okay, you know, somebody's paying for it. But the pirating side of it is a totally different thing. And you're stealing somebody's work. And that, to me, is, uh, that's not a good thing. That's, That's wrong. It's wrong. It happens way too much. What is it? Six ninety nine now, and you can. Well, I got to watch commercials. I don't want to watch commercials. Oh, I want everybody to do stuff for free, and I don't want them to get paid. Well, you don't want them to get. Well, I do want them to get paid. I just don't want them to get paid if I have to pay for it. So, do you do you like having a job and getting paid? Yeah. 
Well, I don't. I want you to give me your stuff for free. Well, I don't want to do that. Oh, oh, that's the way that works. Jeez. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter, your Instagram. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to. Kids, we're just getting started. I'm just starting to stretch my legs here. Talk a little technology. Miss any of the great show? Grab the podcast. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's the economy, stupid. Always remember that. Economy's going to look weird in a few years when AI takes off in a real way. But it is the economy, and earnings are coming out. People are uh, a little nervous. We're seeing it reflected at companies like Home Depot, which yesterday lowered growth expectations for the rest of this year because American consumers are now cutting back. And to fight this inflation, the Fed keeps hiking interest rates now at the fastest pace in decades. That has cost, too. It makes it more expensive to pay off your credit cards or take out a new loan. Mortgage rates, they are now climbing again. Nearly 6.8% is the average 30-year fixed rate and the bottom line now how high those rates will have to go to get inflation under control and whether the economy can weather it yeah so and i think we're seeing that spending is slowing down and you know biden you know him going to ukraine say what you want about it i thought it was uh, first of all i traveled this weekend with my family god bless my family i'm 52 years old i'm in pretty decent shape uh uh you know and and my my uh, it was a long drive it was only five and a half hours on the drive home which i can control it took a little longer way to stop i have a four and a half year old she was getting antsy she's upset her brother you know he went home super upset her she had a great weekend it was coming to an end uh he took a 20 hour trip to get to kiev and i remind everybody we do not control kiev being we the Americans, the military. He took, a, he took a train ride for 10 hours. And I know he loves trains. But that's pretty ballsy. And that's a long trip. That's a trip I wouldn't want to take. <laughs> Don't you want to go to Australia? How long is it? 16 hours? No. <laughs> no. 16 hours on a plane? That eh, doesn't appeal to me. Now, if Australia was next door? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but no. That's a, that's a ballsy thing to do. But he kicked off his his run to what he hopes will be a second term. And that is evident based on what is going on with immigration. So he has got a new proposal that he's thinking about rolling out with here that he's going to do to slow down immigration. So think about this. Second year, right? Now heading into the third year. Now you got people jumping in uh, into the race. Nikki Haley, obviously Trump's in it. Uh, uh, Several others are getting close. Tim Scott, I know, was in Iowa yesterday. So it's time to get real. And as much as the left doesn't want him to be in it, he's signaling, I'm going to be in this thing. 
And one of the big things he knows he needs to tackle because he ignored it was the border. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So he's got this new proposal that is eerily similar to another guy. There are only cosmetic changes to what the Trump administration did. It's basically a very few changes that legally matter. Oh, cosmetic changes. Yeah, it's basically remain in Mexico. That's what this thing is. So the way it works now is if you're coming from Guatemala, right, you've got to apply in Mexico to get into the U.S. So, right. So if you're coming from Brazil or Venezuela and you get to your first, quote unquote, safe haven country, you've got to apply there. Then you can apply here. So you got. Oh, yes. It's the almost identical thing that Trump did. But when we rename it, it's just better. It's called the super soft, nice landing prop. That's what it is. It's super soft. It's nice. It's furry. And that's why it's better. But it's the exact same thing. And none of the things you said were real. I know. But doesn't it make you feel better? No, it doesn't. It's not solving any problems. But will it ex- will it slow down immigration? This is another thing that he's doing and another push towards, okay, I got to deal with this. Even though there's not a problem, I know there is a problem and I got to deal with this. And maybe that Trump guy was right, but I don't want to tell him he was right or give him any credit that maybe this was the right thing to do. And the remain in Mexico thing was, yes, you can come and apply for asylum, but until your case is heard, you remain in Mexico. Well, this is the same thing. You can apply for asylum, but you have to apply for it in the first safe country you come to. So that third country, if you will, you leave your country. That's one. You want to apply to America, but you do it in the first country you come to that gives you kind of a safe harbor. So that's two. And then, of course, the America applying would be three. Oh, but you have to wait there until you have your asylum hearing. Will he have an easy road. The president facing major pushback from members of his own party who say the administration needs to be focused on expanding legal pathways, not restricting them. They are urging the president to reconsider. Immigration advocates are vowing to sue the administration to stop this from going to effect as soon as next month. Yeah. And that's what you're going to do right now. This is what you're going to have in this. And again, cosmetic changes, as they talk about little things. This plan does mirror the policies proposed under the Trump administration, but it does make one clear difference in that it does not apply to children. Still, the president facing fierce pushback from members of his own party this morning who are urging the administration to reconsider, insisting they need to be focused on expanding. Reconsider! Reconsider! Expand! Expanding legal pathways. Expand! Not restricting them. No! But I like how it excludes children. So, wait, what? So children can just come here. That seems like that's not safe. He's doing everything he can to re-implement the Remain in Mexico policy without re-implementing the Remain in Mexico policy because Trump! Because it's the way it should be. If you fled Afghanistan and you land in Belgium, that's where you get to. 
You have to apply there and then wait for a hearing. But at our southern border, it was always just come, say you want asylum. We had you a little card that says, here's the, here's the number. You got to call this. We're going to call you as soon as we can, and we'll tell you when you have a hearing. Uh, feel free to go inside, and we'll get back to you later. So Trump said, now, from now on, you want to apply for asylum, you got to remain in Mexico. And then when you have your hearing, you'll hear from us, and then we'll give you a hearing, and we'll decide if you're allowed uh, to have asylum or granted asylum, which 99% of it or so is never granted. So that's it. Then he came up with the app thing. Remember the app thing a couple months ago, which seems to be doing a little something? We'll find out. We need a, a much larger test sample. But the app thing, Haiti, Nicaragua, Cuba, Venezuela, you've got to apply online via an app. And then once you get your appointment, you then come to the border at that time. They hear your case. And if they think, yes, okay, you can then be released into the country under what they call a probationary status, which allows them to work in the country. But there's only 30,000 a month that are being uh, let in. And the vast majority of people that were coming over the last several months were from those four countries. He's just doing this. He's inching towards what Trump was doing based on the fact that he knows he's got a hot mess and didn't quite know how to do it without making it seem like, well, and then they don't want the same main things. I mean, if he could build a wall in some areas, he probably could, which he is doing. But the difference is this wall's not racist and Trump's was. Our builders are doing it with the right thing in mind and they care for people. Trump's builders were evil and mean. <laughs> so stupid. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all the other things. Got some woke stuff. We'll talk about a little what's trending come up. Plus, very interesting. I have friends of all makes and models, if you will. And some of my best friends in the world, people I love dear, I hold dear in my heart, are beyond left. And somebody posted something the other day, and it got me thinking about where we're headed in this world. And the hatred of capitalism by a younger generation that is just asinine. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, Instagram, MyPillow. That right? MyPillow right now. Two for one. MyPillow 2.0. How would you like to sleep? Cooler, more comfortable than ever before. New technology is what they have. And it is really cool. So they got this new thread. It keeps you cool. You know, they say cool is the other side of the pillow. That's this technology. After 20 years, they have even made this thing better and better and better. And I love that. New fabric, what it does is dissipates heat and humidity, creates a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. It's awesome. Knife edge seam, no gusset. I don't know what that gusset is, but I don't like it. And it's available in four loft levels. 10-year warranty, 6-day money-back guarantee made right here in the USA. Now, right now, you're saying, Chad, that sounds great. Still same amazing fill, just a better kind of feel with the outside of it. So you sleep cool is the other side of the pillow. How about a two-for-one? Two-for-one. You buy one, you get one free. You buy one, you get one free. That's what they're doing right now. You go to MyPillow.com to get the MyPillow 2.0. When you do, use code Benson. Right-hand corner, type in code Benson. MyPillow.com, use code Benson. You buy one, you get one free. The new MyPillow 2.0. MyPillow.com. Get the new MyPillow. Buy one, get one free. Use code Benson on the way out. This is the Chad Benson Show. 
Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davey Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Chopper in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. We and Matt Brash, Nap, Lady Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the radio, the world of the interwaves. Yeah, baby. Stock market crash. Ash Wednesday on Twitter. National Margarita Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brawny, I'm assuming that is not the towel, but LeBron James' kid. Well, grand jury, because they've got him now. And by that, I mean... Other people who apparently lied and or tried to impress Trump and or it's a big nothing. So we're moving on with our lives. We're going to get him sometime. Good. God, do it. Until then, I've got other things going on. Uh, Vivek. You're like, who? What? Vivek. And I, Phil, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. I always screw it up. He is a... He's, he's an author, he's an entrepreneur, he is running for president. He's got a lot of interesting stuff uh, that he's rolling out uh, that uh, I, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. I don't think he has a shot, but I never say never in this world. And I think he's got more of a platform than Andrew Chang had. Uh, I mean, Andrew Yang, but I, Andrew Chang was a tennis player. And I know he's got more of a platform than that, but he's not as good a tennis player. But I... I, I I don't think he has a chance, but I think, you know, and and, then, and here's the thing. He's got some stuff, the stuff I've talked about with China, how we needed to couple from China. A lot of the stuff I like, his anti, he's the anti-woke CEO, as they call him. But a lot of what he's talking about, I really am like, I like that. He's young. He's got, you know, fresh ideas. At the same time, here's my cynicism. I think he's selling books because <laughs> he's got a lot of books. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, let's see what's trending on Google. Turkey, another earthquake yesterday. Ash Wednesday. Mardi Gras. A lot of stuff. Brandon Miller. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he is a basketball player in Alabama and project, projected top five NBA pick, potentially. That will not be happening uh, if what they're saying is true that he provided a gun to a friend who then went and murdered somebody uh and that is just man talk about pissing away your life a uh, lot of other stuff malcolm x family plans to sue the fbi cia nypd for his death ooh, ooh, what's that about and uh al michaels trending everywhere today you're thinking to yourself chad why would al michaels be trending anywhere today I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to take you guys back to a day long gone. A day when sports was not 24-7, 365 accessible. Today, I'm going to watch on 
channel, I don't know what it is, 5, CBS here. In the middle of the day, Manchester City versus Leipzig soccer. Live! When I was a kid growing up, long ago on this February day in 1980, I didn't get to watch this game till late at night because it was tape delayed because of all the other programming and news. Because you see, the Olympics weren't what they are now. We didn't have television on demand like we have now, social media. But on this day, lo, those many years ago, 43 of them to be exact, it was a day of miracles. Lekhanov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Still gives me goosebumps. And my son and I talked about that this weekend. And I'll tell you why. Because... That was an upset like you couldn't believe. Our kids were college kids. Most of them never went on to play professionally in any real sense of the word. In the NHL, only a handful of them did. And only a few of them did so in a way that really was like, whoa. We we beat the Soviets. And by the way, that was not the gold medal game. We had to go on and take on, I think it was the uh, Swedes or the Finns to win the, the medal. The Red Army, who we beat, was a full-time professional team that when they came here for exhibition match destroyed NHL teams and our kids plucky spunky college kids unleashed everything they could and at a time when we needed the most and so yes do I believe in miracles damn skippy I do Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter C H A D B E N S O N Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. The world is changing. I think you guys know that. It's going to be changing in very interesting ways. And we've got this bizarre world right now where, you know, kids are whiny and, and, and all of this stuff. And they want to do stuff that makes them happy and blah, blah, blah. And I just sit there and I shake my head. You know, you know, four-day work week. Okay, that sounds interesting. By the way, uh, it's turning out to, to look like it's a real something-something. Right? I mean, yeah. But it, it, I just shake my head at the way that a lot of this stuff is going. And and we're going to get into it deeper tomorrow. But I'm telling you guys, this hatred of capitalism is so weird. <laughs> right? I, I've just, I don't get the hatred of capitalism. Well, because it's, it's, no, you know what it is. Let me tell you, capitalism in its purest is amazing. But like anything, religion, education, television. Movies, music, pick something, art, in its form of purity, it's awesome. But human beings, 
human beings. It's always about human beings. And it is just, it's, I was telling my buddies uh, here, old uh, producer Phil and producer Anthony, I've got, I never choose my friends based on their political ideology. I could never do that. It's stupid. It's like, you know, it doesn't, uh, you know, why, why, why would anybody do that? Now, some people will choose not to be your friends because, oh, I don't want to be friends with someone who's got a different belief than me. Whatever. First of all, I think it's good to have friends who have different beliefs because you don't want to get into an echo chamber. That's how you start thinking that everything is a conspiracy or that you're a victim because we live in a victim world. But I've got friends that sometimes I'm like, man, you and I hang out. I'm like, you, you're not like this in real life, but online. People are just so much different. And I get that they're so much different. And it's like, is that a show? Because I do have some friends who are hardcore lefties and hardcore righties. And that's not a show. But I have a lot of friends out there, people I've grown up with, who online, they are totally different than offline. Well, you know, man, it's kind of the world I live in. I got to do this stuff. And I'm just like, oh, is that it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is. It is. And the same people that talk about how much they hate capitalism will do it from their smartphone. We'll do it on their laptop. We'll do it on a device and or use a platform that was capitalistic based. And that always makes me go, hmm, that's weird. You don't see the irony in that. No, no. Just like the book thing, right? The, the burning the books. Oh, my God, they're burning books. They're getting rid of books. Ah. I, I always find that to be hilarious. Why is my four-year-old supposed to sit there and go, oh, yeah, you know, now that she's in kindergarten, she could read this book about porn? Well, it's not about porn. It's about a relationship and somebody's coming of age and they decide that they're going to be gay or trans or whatever and... Fine, uh, but she's seven. She doesn't need to see that. She's 12. And I always explain to people, because they're always like, well, it's about banning books. It's not about banning books. It's not about banning books. I'm not for banning books. I'm a free speech absolutist. But we have, like, when's the last time, you know, it's like, have you ever watched a movie trailer? Rated R, under 17, not admitted without children. I mean, without parents. So you just can't send a kid there. Why should it be in a, in, 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 in a, you know, in an area where kids can read it? Well, because, because what? All of this fight that we see in the woke world, you do understand so much of that is about money. Racism is capitalism. Well, yeah, of course it is. No, 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 no. The fight that people have with racism anymore. It's about capitalism. The people that are really feeling that they've been, uh, you know, sold a bill of goods that America sucks and is horrible. They're being told by people who are charging you $59.99 to find that out. Or charging your company $5,000 for a weekend workshop uh, that uh, they're going to come in and tell everybody how racist they are and that they should get in touch with their inner feelings. Book burnings and bannings there's a fight the woke world there's a fight and so much of it is money 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 so much of it is 
that's why when I look at the woke side of things, and there's an article today and about how the right doesn't really know how to define woke. I think they define woke in the right way. The reality is woke is very malleable. It's very malleable. They take it and they run with it and they do things with it, but it's so money-based, and I don't think people get that. You know, you wonder why politicians take certain things on. We were talking earlier. You don't need a huge platform because every Republican and Democrat outside of the extremes all run on the same platform. You could do, you could build a template and just switch a few words and switch out the pictures, and they're all going to be the same thing. Every Republican's going to be wearing a jean shirt and khakis with it rolled up, and they're down at the border, right? Every Democrat's going to be talking in front of people of 12 different colors and genders in front of a union sign. It's the same damn thing. There's a battle. It's always about the money. And which sells even better. Well, talking about policy is boring. Like, do you really want to talk about the debt ceiling? What's going to happen is we need to vote on it because we've already promised this money to people. So we have to raise the debt ceiling so we can make sure to ensure that our credit rating doesn't go down. It's boring. Talking about stuff like they're doing what to who is much more entertaining. The old saying is you sell the sizzle, not the steak. That's what you sell. The smell, the sizzle. I don't know what the steak tastes like, but I've already bought it, so we're going to find out. There's the battle we're having. And some of these battles are stupid. Some of them are very real. Case in point, I find this to be absurd. You guys know who Roald Dahl is? He's an, he, he's, he is a writer. They are books and movies enjoyed by millions. But some of the works by Roald Dahl, author of Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, and The Big Friendly Giant are being changed a bit. The Telegraph reporting that language in 10 of Roald Dahl's books are being tweaked in new editions. Matthew Dennison is a Dahl biographer. The BFG is described as wearing a black cloak. That's now been changed to dark cloak. This is all apparently motivated by a desire for greater inclusivity. Other changes, including removing mother or father and replacing that with parents or family, the Roald Dahl Story Company tells ABC News it's, quote, not unusual to review the language used alongside updating other details. If you soften or make bland some of those choices of language, then perhaps you undermine the badness of the so-called bad characters, which pulls the rug from under the plot. Author Salman Rushdie calling it absurd censorship. And that's what it is. But you've got people that are making a living out of making sure that you take away the black cloak and make it a dark cloak because someone, uh, well, somebody's getting paid for that, right? You get, cause you're building up a business. And that's the world we live in today. Living off this, this, this battleground of who could be the loudest will get the most money. And it is absurd. We don't want to offend somebody by calling them mother or father. It's a dark cloak. Well, it used to be a black cloak, oh, but you don't understand that somebody could be scared. People are building a business out of these things, and we need to learn that. Identify that because it's going to help. It will. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Hey, 
the economy. It's up, it's down, it's sideways. Uh, you know, one of the things today that was trending was uh, stock market crash. What are you doing to protect yourself? How about my buddies over at Bulwark Capital Management? Zach, Abraham, and his entire staff is ready to help you. So you can go to Know Your Risk Radio right now to learn how Bulwark's risk management strategy can help protect your retirement and see their performances they're wide open with all the things to do they have a they they do tons of free live webinars they want to speak with you if you're worried about the ups and the downs and the wild ride we could be on why don't you find out what it is that they do different in protecting you and your risk and giving you upside potential go to know your risk radio k-n-o-w riskradio.com so you go to know your risk radio.com you can check out their podcast and see all the great things they do. KnowYourRiskRadio.com. KnowYourRiskRadio.com. You won't be disappointed. I'll tell you what, Zach delivers over and over again. He's doing it for my family and everybody else I know that I send to. They got it going on. KnowYourRiskRadio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Ah, capitalism's great. I'm telling you, though, watch out because we're using the isms now to promote stuff that makes people money and we're doing it to separate ourselves. And the more that you can read through the BS, whether it's Black Lives Matter or a lot of these other crazy groups out there who are activists for helping people and really they're helping themselves, the easier it'll be on all of us. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. In what was billed as the largest study of companies moving to a four-day work week, researchers found workers had greater job satisfaction, better sleep, less stress, and improved mental health. Shifting to a four-day work week didn't just benefit employees, though. The study from the University of Cambridge, Boston College, and other researchers showed most of the 61 companies that participated intend to keep the change in place finding that revenue stayed the same and even grew in some cases. They also found a 57% drop in the likelihood of employees quitting over the same time a year earlier. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good study, right? Like, I like that. I think a four-day work week can be useful. Now, it doesn't mean your place is only open four days a week. I was trying to explain something. You break it down in different ways. Places that are open seven days a week, 365. People are just working four days. So offices. You may be open five days, even though you're closed Saturday, Sunday, but it means somebody's off on a Friday and somebody's off on a Monday. That's the way it works. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not hard to talk about. I think it's great. I do. Some jobs, my job, we can't, I can't do that. I can't do that with my job. We're, we're a five-day-a-week thing, and, you know, and, I, and I work a lot of days, and I'm fine with that. My family understands the sacrifice, but it can work. But it also means you got to get your job done. And see, that's the one thing as I try to express to people. The one thing that needs to happen is technology comes in. Trust me, guys. We talk about chat GPT and all this stuff. The You should be worried about where these things are going. You should be. 
Technology is going to change a lot of things. We've been talking today about China. We need to decouple from China. Part of technology is going to help us decouple from China. But it's also going to cause workforces to shift. Are we teaching kids the things that they need to be taught for the future? That's a big thing. You know, this is a, a teacher in Arizona who is very uppity about uh, parents and and whatnot when it comes to 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 their kids and what they know compared to what parents know. And by the way, I heard as a child that, uh, you know what, uh, teaching starts at home and apparently that doesn't matter anymore. But she gets very uppity uh, in some ways about uh, her having a master's degree. I have a master's degree. I was told I had to have a master's degree to be an Arizona certified teacher. We all have advanced degrees. What do the parents have? Are we vetting the backgrounds of our parents? Are we allowing the parents to choose the curriculum and the books that our children are going to read? I think that it's a mistake. The one line that I love is, uh, we must remember that the purpose of public education is not to teach only what parents want their children to be taught. It is to teach them what society needs them to be taught. No, it's, uh, first of all, if that's true, then 90% of what we're learning and the kids are learning today is obsolete and stupid, that we shouldn't be teaching that. If we're really, I've always thought teaching should be where we're going, right? You get the kids the basics, the understanding, and then you start to branch off into things that of, of a society that we're going to. If that's true, then we should be teaching them essentially nothing but STEM. It should be science, math, technology. Uh, those are the things. Engineering. That's it. They don't need English. They don't need, you know, they don't need 12 different things. They don't need a lot of this crap. To These are the things that we should be teaching them. If that's the reality. But the attitude towards the parents is what I find fascinating. And I, I couple that with the fact that, you know, you're talking about a four-day work week. Well, technology gives us opportunities of four-day work weeks and being able to do your job and get it done. That's a helper. But there is going to be a, a time when I think we're going to start facing some real understanding that technology is going to change a lot of what we do. And are we geared up for that? And that chat GPTs, look, they're far, they're far way away from being the finished product, if you will. And we've saw that over the last couple of days with the stuff that we were talking about with the lunacy and the way that some of these things are acting, you know, you know, the, the Bing uh, uh, search engine was arguing with people, not just about whether or not you love them that we played yesterday from Kevin Roos, the, the, uh, the New York times tech writer and that weird exchange he had that unsettled him to the point where he had trouble sleeping, but they were arguing with people and getting angry when they were talking about, Hey, you say it's 2022. It's not, it's 23. And it was getting angry at them. Angry. <laughs> like my computer's gaslighting me. But the finished article, the finished product, it's going to happen. What does it do to people? Are we teaching kids what the world's going to be like and where we're going? Or are we teaching them the kind of the same things over and over again and we're fo focusing too much on social BS and crap that's going on out there? Those are all very real conversations we need to have. And we'll be getting into it more and more. But this is going to change a lot of things. 
And while the four-day work week's exciting, what happens if we have a three-day work week, then a two-day work week, then a no-day work week? If you think it's exciting, you're going to find out it will be exciting when the world's on fire because man, woman, people no longer feel they have a place, a responsibility, and they're going to get angry because they don't feel they have anything. Oh. Four-day week weeks seem perfect, and they are in a lot of ways. But understand that what's coming because of so much of the technology out there, it, it's going to be scary. And we better start figuring out how we teach the kids to survive in a world that is going to be much different than the one we have now, that will have greater opportunity in some things, but a lot of opportunity gone in a lot of different ways. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. If you miss any of the fine program... Shame on you. You can grab the podcast. We'd appreciate it if you do. Uh, you can find that. We're great podcast. Spotify, iTunes, all of the things. Check out the chadshow.com as well. This is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. China getting in the war, potentially. Not in the actual Ukraine conflict, but in some ways, is it a possibility that China is ramping up? Yes, of course they are. Why wouldn't you? Here's the deal, and I think people need to understand this over and over again. China's not our friend. They're never going to be our friend. And I'm not talking about the Chinese people, but the reality is even a vast majority of them in modernized China think that America is weak and sad. They're interested in our dollar bills. They're not interested in anything else. China's goal for the world is simply this, to win. To win at all cost, to win. To weaken America's grip, to take away freedoms, this is the goal of China, period. Case closed. That's what they want to do. And I wish we had government, and I'm looking at both sides, who had the balls enough to go out there and say, hey, guess what, guys? Who are doing business over there? Why don't you come do business here? You got five years to bring your stuff home. And by home, I mean anywhere but China. By home, I mean anywhere but China and somewhere that has alliances or values that are the same to us. Because that'll get people to understand that part of the problem is us. Oh, jeez, Chad. Yeah, part of the problem is us. We have a desire for cheap goods. We have a desire for cheap stuff. Now, there are some things we'll pay more for. But a vast majority of the stuff that we want is cheap. 
slave labor kind of cheap. And we need to get off of it. Right? We're chasing the dragon literally as we go out and spend our money. So you go to these corporations and say, you guys have X amount of time to get the hell out of there. To break from this dependence on their cheap labor and find other things to do. We're going to give you tax breaks. We're going to do everything we can to train and partner with other countries that share the same values and views that we do in the free westernized world. And you need to get the hell out of there. They're not our friends. They're not. And the quicker we understand this, the quicker we get this, the quicker that America wakes up and goes, wait a minute here. While I do enjoy buying 400 hangers for a nickel, what if I paid a buck for 100 hangers? I don't even have that many shirts. It's time for us to wake up. It is. China is going to get in this war by sending them weapons. They've been testing us for a long time, and we failed that test. And I said yesterday, and I still mean this, underestimate us at your own peril, overestimate your own belief system at your peril, the confidence that we're weak. Because while our fuse may be long, Eventually, if something happens, you're going to find out, wow, they do spend a lot of money on weapons and stuff. Remind people of said things. Well, Chad, China's just doing what we're doing. Now, you know what? We're giving weapons to people that were invaded. I had a conversation last night with a couple people who are very pro-Putin but not pro-war. Pro-Putin because Putin's message is the West is devolving into insane wokeness. Cultures being broke, blah, 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 blah. BS. Do we have issues in this country? Yes. Once again, I look around and say, show me the nation that has no issues and I'll show you a nation that doesn't exist. Okay. But he was fighting against Nazis. Come on now. Please. For the sake of, of, of all that is holy, stop with that. The encroachment of the West. Oh, there's no doubt that we've, we've, we've floundered and flopped at times in places we shouldn't have been and that we haven't pushed some people. But I remind you over and over again, the West part of this problem is we helped get this madman in some ways into power after the fall We were looking for other people. People thought that Putin would be able to work with the West, and he came across that way, lo and behold. eh. But stop with the, well, we're giving weapons, so they should give weapons. So what you're saying is, it's fine. China wants to align themselves with them and give them weapons because uh, we have, 
you know, weird, wacky wokeness in this country, and he's fighting against the wokeness, but he's also fighting against the Nazis, but he's also fighting against the encroachment of the West, and he's also fighting for the nuclear family. These are all the things I heard last night, and it's okay that his soldiers are raping children and killing it indiscriminately because the greater good is we're going to have nuclear families. Are you blanking? Kidding me. This is the battle that goes on. One side was absolutely corrupt. There's no doubt Ukraine was a corrupt nation. The government in particular. You had people in the former power that be that ran the nation and dipped their hands everywhere they could find money and robbed and did what they did. And it was awful. And there's no doubt in certain areas that there were neo-fascist leaning people. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying that. But the baloney that people buy into, because you watch Tucker Carlson all day, you watch it all day, I just sit there and I shake my head and I laugh. The end of the day, China's not our friend. Russia's not a pal of ours. They'll say and do whatever they think they need to say and do to get to a point where they think they convince you that they gaslight you and everybody's fine with that. But if you want to be on the side of, hey, raping and pillaging is okay, killing indiscriminately is okay, then you've made your choice. But enough. And you know what? We need an administration, and I don't think it's this one, who's going to stand up there and say, hey, guys, time to get away from China. Time to get your butts home or over to another safe harbor for your business. And that's what you need to do. Time to stop cow, kowtowing to, bowing to, giving into, because just as much as we like cheap goods, you like dollar bills, yo. And slave labor is great for dollar bills. It's great for the bottom line. And part of that's on us, as I've said earlier. Us as consumers got used to cheap goods. I don't know if you bought a Nike lately. <laughs> But if it's slave labor, what's it going to cost, Chad, if we got to have regular labor? We'll work that out through tax incentives and breaks. But the long-term goal should be uncoupling us from China and trying to be what was once what everybody looked to us. as that beacon of freedom. That light on the top of the hill. I think we can get there. But I tell you what, it ain't going to happen by kowtowing and always going out there, gosh, gosh, shucks, we don't want to start a war with you guys. Oh, golly, we guys, we just want to be your friends. We're not intended to any of these things. Oh, jeez, ah, oh, shucks. No, now it's time, if this is the way it's going to be, to make your intentions known. Here's our attention. Uh, intention. We're not going to play this game anymore. We're not going to fly. allow you to fly your little wee balloons over here anymore. We're not going to sit here and, 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 and kowtow to you. If you want our companies to stay there, fantastic. But we're asking them to leave. And we're going to have ultimatums. And you could take it for what it's worth. You could think it's a veiled threat. You could think that you guys are bluffing. But let us remind the world that they're in a lot of trouble financially. They've got a young group of, of, of people in their population that is A, not reproducing, and B, not working. They're angry and upset. Two years they've been locked down. 
Two years they've been in a situation where they have seen everything essentially erode in front of them. And they've got tons of debt and falling house prices. Disgruntled. Maybe it's time we flex some might of our own. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Here's your Twitter, your Insta, and all of the other things. Hope you are doing well on this beautiful Wednesday. It is Woke Wednesday. We'll get woke. We had a great article today talking about uh, uh, wokeness. The uh, Republicans use it, but they don't know what it is. Now, I think they do. You know, Chuck Todd came out. He goes, that's just code for anything we don't like. It's like, really? You guys are such clowns. You know what exactly what is. Cancel culture is baloney. You know, call it what you want. These are just catchphrases, right? Like, that's not a big deal. Like, like don't say gay, which is nowhere in the bill. But that's just a catchphrase. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Jeez. A lot of stuff to get to today. Four-day work week. Uh, yesterday, uh, judging by, you know, you, you get a feel for the question and answer part of the things that happen in in the Supreme Court. And there was a good sense yesterday that uh, uh, Section 230 and this kind of protection that they're going to have is going to stay in place, even with a right-leaning court, because based on the stuff that they brought. Now, there's another case that's going on today that is different, and I'll explain the difference between the two uh, coming up. A lot of other stuff to get to. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Insta, all of the other things. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens today. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. One of the ladies here uh, who gets Rough Greens, uh, she's she she has Rough Greens, and you know, she's got it set up. It comes every month, but she got a new dog, and the new dog now loves Rough Greens. Well, when she added the second dog, she still only had enough for the one dog and so kind of doubled it. And so she's waiting. And I said, oh, I think I've got some home. I'll bring it to you because she said, now my dog doesn't want to eat any food without the rough greens. And I started laughing. So it was uh, uh, it's funny because she goes, my dog loves it. She goes, but my dogs have never had so much energy because the older dog has so much energy. And I said, it's all because of rough greens. It's got all this amazing stuff. And all you do is sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. They're going to love the taste, but you're going to love what it does for them. It's going to keep them healthier. It's going to keep them happier, more energetic. It's going to make their body feel great. It is absolutely amazing. Right now, try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. They're affirmatively recommending things. You turn on your computer, and the, com- and the, the, the computers at, at YouTube send you stuff. You didn't ask them for They just send you stuff. It's no different than if they were sending you emails. That's affirmative conduct. That right there is one of the lawyers arguing that YouTube and Google, because it's Gonzalez versus Google, that uh, they should be allowed to proceed as a lawsuit, because YouTube 
and its algorithms were helping to radicalize people who ended up carrying out a horrific mass killing in 2017 in Paris. And because of that, killed this young lady that YouTube should be held accountable and their parent company, Google. That's what they're arguing. I don't think it went well. Clarence Thomas spoke. I don't understand how a neutral suggestion about something that you've expressed an interest in uh, is aiding and abetting. I just don't I don't understand it. And when you start to get questions like that, you can hear in the the tone and the way that they're asking questions. First of all, this is, uh, uh, you know, these are people who maybe are not super familiar with uh, algorithms and uh, the way that a lot of this stuff works, but they are familiar with the law. And answering these questions as they're trying to do their best, you can start to hear by the questions that are being asked, oh, this isn't going well for us. So this is the first case, the Section 230. We touched on it yesterday. Section 230 gives kind of this blanket immunity to companies that would, you know, you go on there and you see something and they cannot be held accountable if somebody goes and does something horrific because they just, you know, it was suggested or they can't be held accountable for that. It's the old like Ma Bell thing we worked on. If I make a phone call and my buddies and I, we're going to commit a crime. Uh, that's not, it's no big deal, right? Like, you know what, that, you can't hold the phone company accountable for those kind of things. And the way that they were asking those questions yesterday leads me to believe that that Section 230 is going to be upheld. Today's different. There's another case today. This one is against Twitter, pre-Elon Musk, so everybody settled down. This case also involves somebody being killed. And that Twitter, unlike YouTube, that's trying to monitor stuff, not only knew what was going on, was fully aware that there were all of these things going on and that radicalization was happening, that they were allowing it to happen and fine with it being on their site. Where YouTube was saying, look, we're doing everything we can to stop this and get rid of it. The exact opposite is being claimed when it comes to Twitter itself, that not only did they know it was going on, they promoted it and they refused to take it down even when it was reported. So that's going to be the argument today. So, And both of these will have ramifications for everybody if you get the chance to sue one of these companies and make them liable, which will make their moderation much more stringent in the way that they come at things. We'll see how this one goes today. But based on what I was hearing yesterday, I don't think that uh, Gonzalez versus Google is going to be the outcome that the Gonzalez family wants. We'll find out what today's like as uh, uh, the the suit against uh, Twitter gets heard in the Supreme Court. 323-538-2423. Who's ready to get woke? Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I was reading an article today, and uh, it was very interesting. It was talking about uh, Republicans. Uh, they don't know what to do with the wokeism. They, they use it to attack the left, but struggle to define it. Okay. It's not really hard to define. Because if you look at wokeism or wokeness or woke whatever it is, it's, it's simple and easy. The meaning of woke is an aware and act, uh, actively attentive to important social facts and issues. But that doesn't describe woke. If you say you're woke, that could be a lot of different things, right? But you're looking for a definition and somebody's going to define something in their own way when it comes to wokeism. And I think a lot of it, yeah, is it a catchphrase? Of course it is. No different than the, the catchy phrase, uh, don't say gay. Do you remember that? Oh, my God, it's don't say gay. It's horrible. People come out, they, they do all this. Oh, geez, these guys in here, these, these people in Florida, don't say gay. It's a bunch of crap. That's never what the name of the bill was. But it got pushed into that area and that sphere by the mass media, right? The McDonald's media that rolled it out to the masses. And in doing so, that's kind of what it became, was never what it was. It is never what it was, because they never read it and they didn't care to. People defined it as they wanted to find it. Wokeness is kind of the same thing, you know. Uh, Ted Cruz defined it as cultural Marxism. There's some relevancy there, absolutely. You can, you can define it in several different ways, but essentially... People are taking, though, they've also hijacked. It's one thing to be aware of social injustice. It's another thing to hijack the word itself, as some people in the quote-unquote woke movement have said. White people hijack the movement uh, from black people and turned it into whatever it is that they turned it into. How would you define it? I like the cultural Marxism thing. I think it's, it's somewhat relevant. Being aware of social injustice is fantastic. Should we call it awareism? But what's happened is it's changed, right? Like everything, it's malleable in today's world. Climate change, right? Used to be global warming, but global warming only goes in one direction. And if the planet's temperature goes down by a degree over 50 years, well, that's not good. But if we have climate change, well, the climate's always going to change. So therefore, it's heads I win, tails you lose. So I always win. And that's wokeism right there. What do I need it to be today is the best way to describe it. But I'm going to use it in a way as to push you to do things based on me feeling I'm morally superior because of X, Y, and Z. And wokeism is everywhere. Just want to give you guys a little bit of that. Kind of this funny thing. Wokeism, you say. Yeah, wokeism. Because wokeism is just woke. Dear white women, listen. We need to call out white supremacy for what it is. Domestic terrorism. Don't let them think they're a good white person. A race is still on the table. That phobia is very much rooted in racism. And that's wild. It's y'all, white people, who created this whole binary gender system. If you're genuinely against racism, you have to be opposed to anti-racism. Put everything back on black 
with the racism of the critical race theory. When you saw those people in Charlottesville coming out of the fields carrying those torches, their veins is bulging. I just want to remind you at the end of the day, you're still white. Damn right. I might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Where do we get wokeness today? Let's talk about it, ladies. I'm looking at you, ladies. Oh, you denying racism. Hey, white ladies. Denying racism in your own self is violence. You hurt the entire cause. Violence. By denying that you ever, ever, ever had a racist thought. I don't think that way. I wasn't raised that way. That's not how I feel. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You don't have to wear a hood and you don't have to tote around a Confederate flag to know that there is inside of your brain that you need to fix or else you're still just perpetuating the problems of society. That's so awesome. There's more to it. Boy, straight out of a book, maybe. I get called a white savior because I can admit the that I do. Meanwhile, there's women running around thinking that they've never, ever, ever done anything in their life that could possibly even teeter on the edge of racism. Good luck with that delusion. I hope someday you realize that that's not the case. And you can put aside your white fragility and your angelic behavior and realize that you still have work to do and until the day you die you're gonna have work to do and unpacking your own bull- so put away your halo start playing catch with your demons it's the only way we're gonna dispel them she can be a savior because she's one of the good white people she can define wokeism she's a savior that right there is amazing i love love that i you know being the white savior because i can own up to my bs so that makes me better <laughs> That's like so, God, that's so obnoxious, isn't it? I am not a white savior. I am none of those things. There was one savior. He came, persecuted, he left. That's it. Not here to save anybody and or do any of those things. That's it. You know what I'm trying to do? Trying to be a good guy. Trying to raise good kids. That's it. The, the, the obnoxiousness of young people who believe that, oh, well, I've owned up to it, so therefore I made myself the white savior, is hilarious. But also, the you know the wacky world that we live in, where you've got school boards who are going to have black and, and or BIPOC meetings, right? People of color meetings only. Don't invite your white family or white friends. Uh, those, that is the most, in, because racism's cure has always been more racism. Which is nuts. It's we all want to be equal and we all want to be together, except for the part where we want to be equal and together. I don't quite get that. Please, somebody explain that to me. Somebody, please explain to me how this works. How the best way for us to be a group that comes together is for us to be separated. So therefore, you don't feel scared, nervous, distrusting of somebody who you weren't before, but you are now because of the color of their skin. I, I, I don't. I would love somebody to tell me. And you know who always ends up telling me? It's never somebody's black. It's always somebody who's white. Oh, Chad, you just don't understand. 
No, explain it to me. White person who also apparently gets to speak for people of color. You know what makes this country great? This country? Who we are? What what binds us? Right? The unity of so many things that we agree on. That's what makes this country great. Not diversity, inclusion, equity. No, what makes this country great is what this country is. Our freedoms, the opportunities. Oh, it's not opportunity. Yeah, there is opportunities for everybody. Oh, there's a, no, 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 there is. You're born in this country. You start with a leg up. Look around the world. Thank your lucky stars. You're born in this country. Opportunities are there. Now, I'm not saying you're starting on third base. But what I am saying is you're going to get a chance to bat. Most places around the world, you may not get a chance to bat. And if you do, the odds are stacked against you. We're playing T-ball compared to a lot of the world. And we've come a long way. And yeah, the Republicans, a lot of what's going to be happening in this next election is going to be about wokeism. Culture. Because if our culture isn't strong, if our culture isn't healthy, if we can't find the things that bind us together, the freedoms, the opportunities, if we're only in to this let's destroy America attitude, America's the worst because someone else does it better attitude. And then we find out that maybe that's not as true as we think. And that grass isn't always greener on the other side. And maybe we've come a lot longer and that we're looking for social justice everywhere. We find out that social justice has come so much further here than a lot of other places, no matter what you've heard. Yesterday, I'm watching the soccer game. Perfect example. I'm watching the soccer game between Manchester United, not Manchester United, between Liverpool and Real Madrid. Real Madrid has a guy named Vinicius Jr. Superstar player. I think he's 20, 21 years old. Brazilian. Plays for Madrid since I think, I think he went there when he was in his early teens. He's come up through the system. Just an amazing player. The racial abuse he gets at home, even in Madrid, monkey noises, bananas thrown at him from his own fans would make people in Boston blush. But we're the bad ones. Come on. What binds this nation is us. I always say this. There are people that come to this country who are willing to crawl over hot glass to give themselves and their family a better life because they see what America is all about and they want a piece of that. That's huge. But when they arrive, what they find in many cases is, hey, you don't have to like America. You be you. You don't have to like America. America's bad. You be you. No, what we want are people that are coming here who look at America and love America. The apple pie, the baseball, even though I'm not a fan of baseball, all of the things that bind us, the opportunity to build a life, the opportunity to have freedom, the opportunity to disagree, the opportunity for all those things. But so much 
of that is built in that it's that unity that that binds us that chain that is awesome that's tough to break not the paper chain with different colors that when you pull it you know your kids make it at school it falls apart easy but a chain that you've maybe painted different colors but the reality is it's a solid metal chain and the unity underneath of it, the things that we have together, when you pull that thing, it ain't going anywhere. That's what we're about. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Thank goodness for the white savior earlier, though. She's fantastic. Because she's admitted she's bad. And she's, she wants you to admit the same thing. Because she's a white savior. <laughs> so credible. Good God. Oh, inflation. Who knows where it's going, but you want to be prepared for the oh, what might happen scenario, and that's where Swiss America comes in. Walking Liberty Silver Half Dollar right now. Yours. For $12.50. Silver is a great place to be. Why? Well, you've got a recession, looming debt crisis, crazy market volatility, and of course, let's not talk about, uh, let us not forget the fact that there's military, solar, electric cars, all the stuff silver is being used in. This is a great time to be in a position with all of these things as a just-in-case scenario. Swiss America has been a trusted leader in metals for over four decades, and they're the people I trust when it comes to my coins and silver and gold. And right now, you can get the amazing and I do mean it is amazing. Walking Liberty half dollars for $12.50 right now. And you do that by going to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Or better yet, why don't you do this? Call them or text them. 800-289-2646. 800-289-2646. I've had tons of coins in my life. I still have tons of coins. In fact, we've got giant uh, collect of coins that we keep in, in safety deposit box. And the reason is you just never know. Call right now. Protect your assets against inflation today. 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Wrap it up straight ahead. This is the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Let's take a quick look at the South Park destruction of Meghan and Harry, just because it's so funny. It has been several months now since our beloved Queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. Our Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the Prince and his wife. We, we want privacy! We want privacy! Thanks for having us on the show! It's the Worldwide Privacy Tour! We want privacy! We want privacy! I'm sick of hearing about them, but I can't get away from them! They're everywhere! In my f***ing face! Look, Kyle... We just kind of don't care about some dumb prince and his stupid wife. <laughs> you guys have not seen the South Park episode. They tear uh, Megan and Harry apart. They bring them on a show. It starts in Canada, like a Good Morning America. But it's Good Morning Toronto. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. Our Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. <laughs> We, we want privacy! We want privacy! Thanks for having us on the show! It's so awesome to bear, it's great. 
So let me start with you, sir. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Wah. <laughs> so Harry writes a new book. It's called Wah. Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family likes... <laughs> By the way, that second was, yes, totally write a book. That's supposed to be Megan. You see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family like stupid and then so are like journalists. <laughs> so you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. <laughs> and they come out holding this thing. We want privacy. So true. Privacy's not hard if you want it. It's not. Stop your bitching and moaning. I, you know what? It, there, we live in a me society, right? It's, it's so much of this, like this, this new society. I was, talking, I was talking to my uncle the other day. You know, you've got this. He's like... <laughs> We're, we're out to dinner, and there's a guy with a giant beard, wearing a dress, horrible makeup, kind of dressed like a baby doll. He's got a purse, and it's like, don't look at me, but everybody look at me, right? <laughs> and and it, that's Harry and Meghan. They want all the trappings that come with it, but none of the criticism and, at times, the responsibility of it. And so they're threatening to sue because apparently she's distraught because you got caught out on the carpet. You can't just look at yourself. You take yourself so seriously that you can't look at yourself and go, eh, yeah, there's probably some of that rings true. I mean, we want privacy, but at the same time, we want the lifestyle. We don't want to live in a regular little home next to regular folk. We want the big stuff, all the trappings that come with all of the stuff. We want to be able to go have the best dinners and hang out with the coolest people, if you will, according to them. And at the same time, I don't want any of the negativity that comes with it. And I don't want anybody to look at me except look at me now. That's the crazy thing everybody wants to don't look at me treat me as everybody else except for the part where treat me totally different and that means better and look at me all the time but don't criticize me but talk about me in only great ways silly 323-538-2423 solid fun show today we got you over the hump we'll do it again tomorrow you guys have a blessed day night night jack this is the chad benson show 